Shut up and sit down. We're live. Fire noise. Trying to figure out what's going on here. What is I want, going on? I want Hangouts back. I think we all want Hangouts back. But <laughs> yes. regardless of that, what is going on, guys? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 97 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, dirty, and cool. What is going on this week, guys? It's been a week. Yeah. Oh, as uh, everyone comes out here, we did forget something, guys. Fire noise. Fire. <laughs> I said fire hey, noise. Hey, uh, so we got a bit of a, a, a hiccup, guys. I'm looking at our, our actual live stream, and it's just Jeremy on the screen now. Son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> it, it just, it just I, switched. Though. Yeah, I go. just pulled up YouTube, and I'm like, wait. Oh, yay, we got us back. Yeah, <laughs> it, I don't know what you did, but we're back. We're back. Hooray. We're back. We yay. are back. So what, what were we saying about missing Google Hangouts? Yes. I want, I need that back for, for all that's good and holy. Please, hey. please do Hangouts back. Hey, but we are trying something else new this week. Uh, we were trying to go live at 8 p.m. Pacific. So uh, if you guys normally join our live streams, uh, yeah, we're a little late today, but uh, we're trying to go in. I can't talk. We're trying to go live an hour earlier. Hey, yes. I, I can I can definitely appreciate that. Well, Jeremy, you looked pretty beat at the end of the last week's episode, so uh, the three of us got together and we're like, "Hey, what can we do for Jeremy?" Let's, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go live an hour earlier. You know what? Yeah. I, I I appreciate that little nugget of compassion, yeah. just because that way, you know what? Our podcast doesn't go into tomorrow for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we consistently run over, so we're into tomorrow most times when we wrap up. Sure. But you know so what, guys? You so you don't like going into Sunday? It's just a little weird. It kind of throws off my weekend a little bit. But you know what? No matter what, the podcast is worth it. So you know what? I, I want I want to get through it. So because you know what? I love you. Guys. But it's good. I love. But you if you ever want to join us live, we're, looks like we're shooting for eight p.m. Pacific now. So what? But so you know what, guys? In that hour. You know what else has been? It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. It's definitely been a week. Come on, Larry. Has it been a week? <laughs> oh yeah, I said it. It's been a week. Uh, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. All right. So does anybody all got? Right. It's it's been a week. Sorry, I got. I got it. It's a, it's been a week. So all right. Well, I I surprisingly don't because our it's been a week. I think is going to bleed into the story uh, that yeah. I wanted to uh, like that Larry and I want to talk about. So Jeremy, let's hear your it's been a week. Well, you guys already know because we already talked about it earlier today. I said my it's been a week actually just happened today. I uh, I bought a new car. So. Ooh, that's always a fun Ooh. experience. Mm-hmm. And when I say fun, I'm going to do the quotes. Air quotes. Well, air quotes. And, and you know what? Like I said, normally I said it, it's, you know, the fucking worst time in the entire world, you know, sitting there at the dealership and, and going back and forth a hundred million times and going yeah. through that same song and dance. But you know what? It actually wasn't bad this time. Um, we were in and out in a couple hours and I said, got the, got the price I wanted and walked away with a brand new Mustang. Nice. Well, congrats. Getting a new car is always kind of fun. Like you said, once you're done with the the buying process, it's always cool to 
to to have a new car. Yeah, once you drive the car, that's where it's good. Is once it's actually yours and you're off the lot, you're like, all right, now I'm happy. But there's that like couple hour moment before that where you're like, I want to stab everybody in this room with a fucking pen. (laughs) Yeah, the best part of driving, I mean, buying a car is driving it off the lot. No, I I absolutely agree with that. Well, well, even honestly, even that wasn't the case with this one necessarily, just because so. So you, you guys know the car that I've I previously traded in. So I've got, I've driven hybrids. I've driven like I said you know, Scott. Well, Scott's known me for years. Like Scott's known all the cars that I've I've had over the years. I've mm-hmm. had hybrids. I had a full on electric car. Um, I've had this. I said I went completely the opposite direction this time and went sports car. Um, I'm not used to having a gas pedal so touchy to where basically wants basically wants to throw me back in the seat and and, and just take off. Um, well, because you, you finally have a car with horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking electric car. Yeah. I, every time I drove that thing, I, could, I always had to ask you several times, is this even on? Like, how <laughs> do I know if I hit the gas, is it going to drive forward? Uh, well, I, I got to tell, tell a, a Scott electric car story. Um, okay, so, you go, yeah, I know which one you're going to talk about, right. too. So, so. So me and Scott, I so said we've worked together for years, right? And one of the things was, I'm like, I had a meeting that I was that I had to be in, and then I'm like, and at our old work, we had these electric char- electric car charging spots that you can only be in for a certain amount of time. I'm like, I don't have time to move my car. Otherwise, I said if you don't move out of the spot in time, they'll actually tow your car. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, I don't want my car getting towed. So I'm like, I'm like Scott, can you do me a solid? I'm like, my, I said my 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 bolt. Um, I said my my volt is parked in. I said the spot. I'm like, can you go move it for me? He's like, you know what? As a good friend of yours, absolutely. I will go do I, it. I I will do this for you. He will do me this solid. He will do me this yes. solid. So he goes out to the car, and he's trying to. So he's like, you know, it's a push button start. So you know, he he starts it with the push button. You know, with that, and then he goes to, to back it up, and then like I said, it doesn't move. It just goes mean, like backs up on its like two wheels, like a transformer. Um, yeah. Apparently, it has a really good parking brake that I didn't know how to disengage. Because, oh. because, oh yeah. So you know, typically your parking brake is either you know at the floor, you know, you see you you know you unclick the pedal, or it's got the little like you know like little emergency lever, or sometimes you know even on fancier cars it has like little electric parking brake in, in the center console. Uh, no, I neglected to tell Scott the parking brake for this one is in the center of the dash. Yeah, it's just randomly on the dash, and it's a little like. It was a little button it's that next, you just kind of like. It's next to that. Would you like air conditioning or would you like to release your parking brake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, oh, I guess he doesn't have a parking brake. Electric cars, maybe you don't need them. So I put it in reverse and apparently the one wheel's locked, but that doesn't stop the other wheels from going in Jeremy's old car. And so, yeah, I it legit lifted up. Nice. I was like, Jeremy, I think I broke your car. <laughs> that is random placement though. It is. It was such a such an placement. odd spot. Uh, Wait, it, so it, which is it? The front wheels that lifted up? No, the back. So the, the back lifted up. Yeah. So basically, it, it lifted up almost like it was. Like you're like driving over like a speed bump backwards. Oh, yeah. okay. So like, yeah, that's uh, weird. That would kind of freak. That would kind of freak me out. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little. It was a little sketch. So yeah, so, I, I was very afraid that I broke Jeremy's car. Yeah. So and then it was it, to the point though. It was. I turned it on. And then was like sat there for a couple minutes, being like, "Did did it do anything? Like, <laughs> it, is it, it is it, it working? Goes, yeah, it goes, and then like it, it plays like a noise. It's not the engine; it plays a noise. 
to let you know the engine's on. It, yeah, well, like I said, it, it's almost like a... I don't know, it's like, it's like a transformer turning on. It's like, and then it's just silence. And I was like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. This car is too advanced for me. It's broken again. It's like it's a broken. spaceship. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, no. To that point, though, like I said, like I said this 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 one is is the complete opposite because, like I said, you like barely touch the gas, and then like I said, you're like zooming down down the road really fast. So, yeah. um, still getting used to driving this because it's it's a little touchy, but it's fun. Are you almost getting into accidents, Jeremy? No, never, not me. Yeah, speak about polar opposites going from like an electric car to this. I mean, you got some crazy power in that Mustang. How many horses are you you packing in that thing? Uh, I think it's three hundred and forty. Holy crap! Is it a V eight? No. Six? No. It's a four. It's, it's a it's a four cylinder. It's a V. It's a oh, what? turbo. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So and it's yeah, it's, it's basically a four cylinder turbo running. Like I forgot how many pounds of boost it's running, yeah. but uh, it's 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 definitely different. It's substantial. Yeah. Cool. So that's cool. Well, that is a good that is a good story to tell, Jeremy, because that is not something that we will all do very often. No, but I've got to point out that <laughs> the first time in ninety seven episodes that we've ever talked about cars. That's true, sure, right? That is true. Ninety-seven. Wait, well, Larry, Larry, do uh, Transformers count? No, no. Okay, because like, I was going to say, even if that happens, like, I'm pretty sure ninety-seven power. episodes. Oh, uh, power just keep up on the SDS guys' no, uh, well, podcast. And, and, Parking breaks. No, and, and, not really our thing. No, and the funny thing is, I said, I said, I said, too bad. I said I couldn't have saved this for, like, I said, if we were like talking about like Hobbs and Shaw or like sort of Fast and the Furious yes. movie, like it would, it would, that would have been mm. a perfect transition. Well. <laughs> Surprise! I, I saw Hobbs and Shaw. So, nice. hey, so I I've do seen like it too. the uh, I did like in Hobbs and Shaw the little Mini Cooper that uh, yes. that they added in there as the little Italian job nod. Yeah, that was that was good. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, so we, we might have to do like a little Mini Hobbs and Shaw review too. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, yeah, I think it's so Larry, Have you seen it, right right Jeremy? Now. I have not seen it. I, I, okay. I, 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 honestly I, saw, me like, I oh. saw a very bad rip of it, so I turned it off partial way through. Uh, so, Larry, you are the resident fan of the, the series. So let's. I want to get your opinion on it. Tell so, us about Hobbs and Shaw. You know, some podcasts plan things. Others just, like, bring up a major topic <laughs> during their intro. Let's do that. Uh, we add them. Yeah, we're Fuck, the it's been a today. week. We don't let's have a ton of content Shaw. this week anyways. Ooh. So let's, you know, yeah. we're flushing yeah. It totally works. Um, yeah, so Hobbs and Shaw, right? Like, I love Fast and the Furious movies. I saw the first one, like, 12 times in the theater. I saw the second one, like, 12 times in the, the theater. And I don't hate Tokyo Drift. So, um, I, like, I don't know. I think just the, the, the Fast and the Furious universe, the fact that that, it's, number one, it's still going on. Uh, number two, that they can have a spinoff movie. Uh, it's It's just pretty cool in itself that this thing, like, I feel like a personal attachment to these movies that have grossed billions of dollars. Um, but like, it, it's cool that it, it, that they've come to this point where the characters in the franchise is so big that they can have two kind of side characters go off and be in their own movie. It didn't exactly feel like a fast and the furious movie. I mean, there's cars in it, of course, uh, and all that stuff, but ultimately it's just like a buddy cop team up, 
Yeah, I was going to uh, say, it seems know. more like an action movie. Than... Yeah, it's just a normal action movie. What's the, the like, just two opposite guys, um, like the odd couple. Yeah. Yeah. Like that old odd couple show. It's it's that, but it's kind of. Lethal dude, weapon. It's, it's a modernized uh, lethal it's weapon. It's a modernized lethal weapon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but it was uh, like it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Like you said, it just it was just a, a good action movie. Um, I think we had talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we did because uh, that wrestling episode uh, for Royal Rumble back in January, we talked about the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Uh, we we all felt that the trailer gave away too much, which it kind of did. Like it showed a lot of plot points, um, but like I feel like that there is still enough. Uh, on the table because this movie was like almost two and a half hours long. It was kind of long. Like it's still it's still saved a little bit back for uh, for the actual movie. Um, like you like it is what I thought though. Like you you did get a lot of the a lot of the scenes in the trailers, um, but it was still good. It's not like a Marvel movie where you you know you can show me too much and it kind of spoils the story. Like it's it's just an action movie. There weren't any big twists or turns. So let, yeah. me, let, let me ask. I you would this. really care about the. If it, if it gets spoiled, because I want to see the scene again yeah. anyway. Right. And yeah. I think, to Larry's point, I feel like a lot of the stuff that was spoiled, quote-unquote, in the trailers was really from the very first part of the movie and then, like, the third act. It wasn't a lot of, like, the middle in-between stuff. So there's a lot of stuff I, that happened that I didn't really expect to happen. Um, and uh, I wasn't as big of a fan of the franchise as Larry is. I mean, I, I still love Fast and the Furious, but I'm not a diehard like Larry. But I went and saw it anyways, and I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Um, you know, The Rock and uh, uh, Jason Statham do a really good job in the in the main roles, and I think Idris Elba is one of the yeah. best villains of the series. Like, he is a total badass in this movie, and he makes it really enjoyable, actually. I, I really don't know anything that he's in that I don't really like. Yeah, yeah. like Dark, sure. Tower, Dark Tower was... But was that his fault? It wasn't. Like, it wasn't like he did well in that job, and it was just not a good movie. It was. It wasn't but like, his fault. He did was, well for the role that he had. Yeah, it was. It wasn't his fault. But like I said it still like. I, yeah, it's. Yeah. It, it was a pretty bad movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was not a good one. Um, I think one thing they do a really good job is 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 really showing him a lot throughout the movie. He's shown in the very first part. He's like active throughout the entire movie, so you really get to learn about his motivations and why he's doing what he's doing. And they, you know, create this new company that will probably show up in future movies. You know, based on how they've kind of built this. Uh, I thought they did a really good job with this character and kind of explaining why he's like this super powered guy um, and how he's you know such of a challenge for these two guys. Yeah, and he, and he wasn't super one-dimensional like he could have been. Like, like Nate said, like there was some like his his character actually developed throughout the movie. We learned more about him. We learned his motive. Uh, like it, it was it was surprisingly good for a Fast and the Furious movie. Like to have a a legit villain. I think they kind of did that in the last one too. Um, like they're they're kind of figuring out how to make this work and make kind of make it more intriguing. And they've got this whole universe thing going on because. Uh, don't think we've officially said it, but spoilers, I guess, minor spoilers. Um, the, there's like a secret main boss. Who you just hear the voice and I have no idea who that is, but somehow I, it's got to tie into like one of the other movies or, or something. Yeah. So like they're, they're clearly building on something. Well, that's what I was going to yeah. ask. I'm like, because so, so Tyler Calvert brings up, uh, I said, he said that 
Roman Reigns is in the movie. So 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 yeah. obviously we get some cameos from some some other franchise franchise actors, right? So do we do we do you see anybody else in the movie? And does it set it up for basically a, another spinoff of another couple of people or a, another track of, of where they're going to take the franchise? So I, I let me let me jump in and go through here. I think that the the big one is the Ryan Reynolds thing was what tripped me up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Being like the he's a cop. Yeah, right? like, but he's, he's kind of like, at the yeah. end. He kind of turns out to be potentially working with the overarching bad guy, right? Like, yeah. he's he's potentially set up to be a villain in the next one, or at least be working oh. with them in the next one. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Do you think he's the mystery voice? I don't know if he's the the, the mystery voice, Ooh. or if he's at least maybe he's working with them. Yeah, uh, like yeah, like we'll, we'll find out. That's a good point. I didn't think so, about that. So Scott didn't watch it all the way through. Do, do you know the second big cameo? It's Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get yeah. Kevin Hart's in there as well. Um, it was pretty funny. Like, he's, uh, what, Air Marshal? He's on the plane when they're flying somewhere. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That whole scene's pretty good. Total compensation type guy. You yeah. know, he sees so, see, the rock and Statham, and then he feels way outmatched. Yeah. So he's trying to, you know, puff himself up the whole movie. It's pretty funny. Yeah, um, but like, as far as we were saying, you know, the the trailer showed a lot. Nobody knew Ryan Reynolds was going to be in it. No one knew Kevin Hart was going to be in it. So there were were definitely some big surprises that you didn't get from those trailers that showed a lot. Right, and that's that was the thing that I I thought was good is that they were able to to bring those surprises in, even though we didn't expect them. Yeah, it's it's I. and and honestly, I said this to you guys even talking about it. Cause like I said, I honestly really didn't have any interest in seeing this. To to, to be honest with you, in the very beginning, because I like the Fast and the Furious movies for a very specific reason. I, li- I like the cars, and I said I, I said I, I like the car aspect, and I like this, and so that's why I didn't I really have an interest in seeing this because I didn't see a whole lot of the cars and and, and, and the driving and, and and that being a focus um, from the trailers. So I, I that's why I'm like eh, I'm like eh, I, don't, I don't really need, need to see that because I actually really like the rest of the Fast and Furious movies. I've watched them multiple times. Uh, I said I didn't watch the, the one 12 times in the theater, mm-hmm. but I probably watched it like I said mm-hmm. at, at least 20 times on on DVD when it, when it first came out. Well, especially yeah. just yeah. become just especially being from from Arizona and then also you know just loving that that version of uh, the. The, the Mitsubishi Eclipse, like I said, I, I love that iconic Mitsubishi Eclipse. Uh, the, the green one, the green we were on the Brian drove. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah. so just uh, just doing that, and then they also focused on probably my, my all time favorite car uh, in that in that first in that first movie, which was the Supra. So I, I love the Toyota mm. Supra. I've, I've had a yeah. I've had a, a infatuation. A with that car, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I've had a hard on for that car for for for, for years. Um, like, yeah, it's such a cool car, yeah, for sure. So it much is, so, yeah. like, especially uh, at that time, yeah, right? the yeah. uh, orange car isn't quite as cool nowadays. But uh, man, at the time, yeah, that was early, first early, yeah. awesome. They used so many iconic cars like that in the RX-8. You know, yeah. that was like oh, yeah. big in the racing scene back then. The Supra was always like everybody knew that was one of the fastest. You know, cars you could modify. It was it was cool. I, I will say, you know, that's a great point, Jeremy. The racing isn't really a big part of the movie anymore. However, they do have a lot of cars still. It's just more in like chase scenes. Yeah, yeah. Chase scenes have kind of taken over that. I and oh man, and heists. Just, chase scenes they, and heists. There's one scene. There's one chase scene in particular that is just so cool, where Idris Elba is chasing him on a motorcycle, and the motorcycle is like modifiable. It can like change itself. 
and it's like almost attached to Idris Elba in a way, like it follows him when he loses it. And it, there's some really badass scenes where he's like going underneath the semi and he's like riding on the back of his motorcycle. So cool. Yeah. So even though they don't have the races, they definitely really flesh out those chase scenes and make them look awesome. Yeah. There's, there's multiple chase scenes. There's always a, it's, it's kind of like there's always a car nearby. Yeah. yeah. So let so, me ask you this. Cause so every, every fast and the furious movie, they, they always try to have like said one big huge thing that they do like you know they've had like i said you know the big race in the very first one uh i think what i think it was what uh five or six where they where they dumped the cars out of the cargo plane on the parachute yeah yeah they're in dubai yeah the the car goes from one tower to the other tower i I know where you're going yeah and so so what what was the big what was the big scene in this movie what was the what was the major stunt yeah. I have one in my mind, but I'm going to see if Larry has I don't, dude. So what, what do you got? I'm going to say the big scene in this was one of my, I got to say one of my least favorite parts about the movie. And it's this, the showdown scene in the third act where the rock set his hometown and they have this big like showdown scene with them using like clubs and stuff. And I think that was like the big kind of like fight scene, um, yeah. that kind of like big grandiose, like this explosions and, people fighting each other and Roman Reigns like swinging a club around. And that's just, I don't know. It was a little over the top for me. Um, and it was a little out of context. It was almost like rock's way of forcing himself into the movie. Like I'm going to have this part. I'm yeah. going to speak Hawaiian. I'm going to yeah. show some of my culture yeah. and we're going to make this fit in the movie, even though it felt like the most out of place scene in the whole movie. Yeah, I kind of felt that too. So that was kind of, if I had to pick a scene, that was a scene I was going to pick too. I don't think it really fits on the same level uh, of ridiculousness as the other scenes that Jeremy names, but that was the big epic scene. Like it wasn't, but it was just a big fight scene. Um, And same thing, dude. I I was just thinking like, okay, The Rock had to say, uh, got to choose the location for this, right? It's Samoa. He's like, we're going to Samoa. (laughs) We're going to do this big, you know, fight scene. Like you said, uh, they had no guns. It's just, these homemade uh, weapons and stuff going up against Superman. You know, sorry, Black Superman. Um, <laughs> but somehow they're able to win. Like, yeah, it was crazy. No, it's it just like said every every like said every movie just has some like over the top thing. And I think well, from the last one was it wasn't it the I think it involved the Rock too with that uh, with the submarine. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah it's just yeah. with the with the missile oh. and the submarine. Like, like there's always some like just like ridiculously crazy. Yeah, like, remember them the dragging the safe through Brazil? Yeah, that, that like was that one. Yeah, like I I know what she means. I don't think this one had one quite that on that level. At least not that I can think. Of. Maybe the like the one Nate mentioned with the the really cool motorcycle. That was probably about as ridiculous and futuristic as it got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh man, there, there's a scene ripped right out of a Marvel movie, and The Rock had to do it, where he's holding the chain and holding the helicopter and like screaming, oh, like, ah, yeah. flexing his muscles. So you, you know, you're talking about <laughs> that scene from with Captain America from Civil War. Yeah, the Civil War. Yeah. So, so it's, when, when it's Bucky, basically so a one for one so of that Bucky, scene, so just so with Bucky's The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It was. Oh, okay. So funny. that part's pretty ridiculous. They stacked all those trucks together. To oh, try yeah. to catch that the helicopter, so they, yeah, the same scene that that Nate's talking about. Uh, they're on the island and they've got all these trucks that come up one at a time and like link together. That that way, <laughs> they they can keep this helicopter within reach. That one was pretty ridiculous and like un- unrealistic. 
Yeah, very unbelievable. Um, what did you? Because those cars would just wreck. What did? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. That's no. Well, and even the rocks holding the helicopter. With yeah. The, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Uh, Nate, what did you think about the the new addition uh, to the Fast and the Furious world? Uh, Jason Statham's sister. I, I thought she of- was a a really solid character. Actually, I liked her more than I expected. She's a total badass. Uh, definitely fits in as in Statham's family. So. It was interesting to see how they use her going forward because I thought she was a great addition. Me too. Yeah, I don't think she's. I don't think she's going away. Like she, she was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I thought of something else, but then I lost it. Yay! Oh no. Well, well, let's go through this because I, I, I don't feel like I can give a good rating on this since I haven't seen the whole thing. But I know that you guys have, so we need we need scores here. The, the SDS guys tradition out of five. Larry, go. Uh, probably a four. I think that's Larry's <laughs> highest rating ever for a movie. Yeah, yeah. I do too. <laughs> that one. That's right up there with like Infinity War. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> what, what did wow. you give the last? You gave uh, the boys a two. Yeah, yes. you gave the boys a two. <laughs> oh, Larry. I'm going to go in the middle of the road here. I'm going to go three and a half. It's a great summer popcorn flick, but don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Well, like Jeremy said, he, he really wasn't too excited about seeing it. Like it's, even if you don't like Fast and the Furious, it's definitely worth seeing. Like if you like good action movies, yeah. it's a good action movie. And I remembered what I had, what I wanted to say. And this has to, this has to come out. Uh, hashtag justice for Han the one ridiculous thing about this movie is this Jason Statham guy who killed everybody's favorite Asian character, Han, right? Apparently shot him in the face. And now Jason Statham is just part of this family. Like that part's not cool. I liked Han. I hope they like, I think they're just going to gloss over it. Like Jason Statham, like acknowledged, like he did some bad things in the past that he regrets, but whatever, dude, like you killed Han. It's not okay. Yeah, that's kind of like a big no-no. He killed one of the main yeah. members of main, the crew, and now he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to take this guy's spot. In this movie franchise where the main theme is family, and yeah, <laughs> killed a family member, and yet somehow you everybody join the just family. kind of overlooks well, that. Yeah. It's always just... Got a little bit of problem with well, it. Yeah. That's, all, that's all Hollywood, though. Like, so it's, it's like you know, it's, it's the star power to me. Well, just look at the Rock's character. Like, so the Rock's... He, like, so back, like, so back when they first introduced him, he was hunting and, like... like all, he, all was yeah, yeah, he was the bad guy. He was the cop yeah, that was yeah. basically in charge of basically bringing all of them down. Yep. Yeah, great point. Yeah, I don't. I uh, as much as I love that franchise, I don't really like that part either. Like you're right, The Rock was the first one, and now this Jason Statham one's even more worse. And now they're in this movie together. So, no, oh, you got to you got to forget about that part. So, all right. So, so Scott, speaking did of you movies, watch any, and did you so, watch any I, interesting I, movies? I was gonna say, speaking of movies that that we all watched, Larry and I did watch a, a very special, special movie <laughs> this weekend. All I have to say is, tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. Uh, that sounds anybody, like the banana splits. It does sound like the banana splits. Did you gentlemen know that they made a banana splits horror movie? I did know that. Just because I, I did I, know that. I saw the trailer and wanted to see it, and uh, yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, I just have, did you say they made a banana splits horror movie? Yeah, I think they, you said they it, made a banana splits horror movie. So, so they 
did make a banana splits horror movie. Isn't the story? Isn't it's so? From what I understand, I said, and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. From what I understand of why this movie even exists, is it was technically supposed to be a Five Nights at Freddy movie, and they lost the licensing, and then they they pivoted to banana splits. So, so that's, that's, I, what, that's it, what the it, rumor was, and so I. I it one hundred percent reminds me of Five Nights at Freddy's. First of all, like one hundred percent, it's uh, very much along the same lines. Like they are animatronic things that go haywire and start start killing people. So yeah, it's. It definitely could have been. I don't know if that's true. I know that uh, they tried to make a bunch of kids Banana Splits TV shows, and none of them ever made it like any headway. So the guy was like, you know what? We can do it with a horror movie. And maybe they had that license where they're like, let's do it. Or, you know, that, that property that they were prepping for. But yeah, so, so it was like, Studio so Exec was like, just make a horror movie. Yeah, so here's what I know, right? There's a comicbook.com article that said basically everything that Scott just said is, yeah, there was this script that they'd written for Five Nights at Freddy's. Something fell through with the with the licensing or whatever, and for the longest time, they were trying to do something with banana splits, and somebody's like, hmm, I wonder if we took this Five Nights at Freddy's movie we got and this banana splits license that we got and put them together. And let's make a straight-to-DVD. Yeah, right? Maybe. So, yeah, so the banana splits movie now, highly recommend you check it out. It's available now on digital. It's coming out on DVD, I think, in September, so a couple weeks. And then it's going to be on the Sci-Fi channel, too, uh, a little bit after that. So you're going to have plenty of opportunities to watch it, including for free if you just wait a little bit. Yeah, it'll, it'll be there. And then we to get it right now, I think you have to go through the Warner Brothers uh, streaming platform right now or uh, through nefarious sites like Larry and I use. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> No, you didn't. The SCS no. guys only use oh, no, other sources. First off, no one, no one who has any bearing listens to our shit. <laughs> uh, so the banana splits. What? So the, all right, the premise of this movie, right? Yeah. The 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 quick uh, recap is uh, real, the banana real quick, splits real quick, in can this I, can universe. Can I have to say something real quick? Real quick. I just want to I want to point something out because I just made fun of this before. Just before we started. Larry actually finished this movie, but never finished the episode of The Boys. So, yeah. so <laughs> again, so we're now at two it, things. It, it for adds Larry. it adds context to basically what Larry's yeah, about yeah. to say for any for any rating that he has. So yeah, so let's Larry Larry's getting called out here. Larry. It's five guys, five out of five, five out of five. So Larry, let's go through con- like all right. So the premise, give, of, premise this of this movie. So in this universe, the banana splits, like, right, it's, well, first off, the banana splits is like a, a, a kid's TV show from like the 60s. Uh, I believe it was created by the great Sid and Marty Croft. Uh, it's these ridiculous guys in costume just did like this variety show, right? So in this universe, like, it's long canceled in our world, but in this universe, it's still a thing. Um, and this kid, Harvey, is a big fan of the banana splits. So uh, let's say this weird kid, Harvey. Hey, man, there's nothing weird about kids' shows when you're a little too old to watch kids' shows. The, the dude wore, he, he wears wings for a large portion of that, like fake fairy wings. Yeah. Harvey was my favorite character, but whatever. Um, so Harvey, it's Harvey's birthday, right? So his his family surprises him with tickets to go to a live taping of the Banana Split show at this creepy, weird uh Studio. studio lot like and the banana split sound stage is way in the back uh, like the bleachers are all rusty and it's all like it's pretty it's 
it's what it you'd looks, expect out of a horror movie. Yeah, it looks very sketch. Like it's already set it up to be like this is a horror movie. Yeah, right. Uh, so, but it's like it hasn't been updated since the '60s. But they're all excited to go there. Um, the the plot mostly settles around this family, right? So it's the mom, uh, like stepdad slash dad, and a brother. Um, there's a few other characters that we meet when they're waiting in line, including like a jerk dad who wants to get his kid to be a star, right? It's like a stage mom kind of thing. Uh, they, they actually call him a stage dad at one point. Stage, all right, see, I know what I'm talking about. Um, there's some social media influencers that have like 200 followers on Instagram that are trying to live stream the whole thing, but you can't bring your phone in. So that guy's kind of a jerk. Um, yeah, stepdad's then, kind of a jerk. So you, you, you quickly figure out where this is going to go, right? So they go in, watch the taping, um, there's some scenes that, that they show behind the scenes. Uh, again, spoilers, I guess. We'll, we'll, we'll do spoilers on this one. No one's going to... Like, anybody who watches this and is upset that we spoiled it um, needs to, to like get a quick smack in the face. Can we go to the chat real quick? Because like I said, I want to answer yeah. this question from Tyler. So Tyler Calvert points out, I ask a good question. So what other Hanna-Barbera properties would you like them to take and completely change their genre like this movie? And I have the perfect idea. What do you oh, got? What I got to hear this. What if the Flintstones were turned into a horror movie, but they're cannibals? Ooh. Cannibal Flintstones. Like, like uh, Hills Have Eyes, but it's Flintstones? Like, like Hills Have Eyes, but it's Flintstones. Or maybe that they use people good. as bait for the you know dinosaurs. Yeah. I was I was actually thinking about a good, uh, like a Yogi Bear that, instead of eating picnic baskets, eats people. Eats I like the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not bad. But I, I like the Flintstones idea. Like, I think you, you do you do like uh, kind of the the cliche horror thing where somebody gets stranded on the road, right? You're going to walk and looking for help, and they find this house or this like rock house, like randomly out in the middle of the woods or something. And there's Fred wearing his uh, like whatever Fred wears, like like loincloth kind of thing, um, looking all cartoonish. And then yeah, somehow he just starts murdering people. Like, It'd be good. come on, yeah. Can- that cannibal, pretty epic, cannibal Flintstones. I'm like, I think yeah. that was, I think, I think it works. Yeah, like I say, I think, cannibal right. Flintstones or like survival horror Yogi Bear, I think would be good. Like the campers go to Jellystone and have to like survive when Yogi starts going on a rampage. You know, I was a little iffy on that one until you said Jellystone, and now I'm back in. <laughs> Somebody prevents Yogi from getting a picnic basket, and so he no, eats like, the human instead. So he's just eating people at the thing, and he goes on like, uh, he has to hibernate, so he has to collect all the, the meat or whatever. Like, yeah, like, I think it would work. But so so let's go into to the movie. So basically, hold on. premise of the movie. Wait, hold on. I got this. So real quick. Basically, like right there, they're at the taping, and uh, we see some back scene stuff. And apparently, the, the banana splits are going to get canceled. I guess somehow the the animatronic robots know about this, and they want to kill everybody. <laughs> right? So, Is that basically the like? It's never fully explained, but so that's it, kind of what happens. The, their explanation is that apparently they were programmed with a co- in the code that the sh- the show must go on. Right, like so that apparently equates to murder all the adults and force children to watch your show. Yes. So yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Um, 
the, the funniest thing is like the effects. We have to talk about some of the effects because they are utterly ridiculous. Like these things are supposed to be robots, right? But you can tell that they're a person in a costume going around. One of them gets like the fur of their arm ripped off at one point. So it's like a robot arm. But every time you see it, it is legitimately like a good seven to eight inches longer than the other arm. So you can tell it's a dude like has his hand in there, like <laughs> yeah. holding on to something. <laughs> like you're like like some of the effects just don't necessarily stack up. But it is quite hilarious watching people in the fucking banana splits outfits committing horrendous acts of murder oh yeah the murders are all pretty pretty legit man like one guy gets cut in half like we, we won't spoil all of that but like the the murders are pretty bloody and quite awesome is it all the members that are murdering people or just like one in particular all of them it, yeah everybody okay. all four all four kind of starts with they're one. all serial killers okay they're yeah. all yeah so it starts with one and then kind of spreads the others and then they they do somehow have different personalities or whatever. Um, and, and so they do it all basically silently, which is the, the thing that yes. I thought was great is certainly until a certain uh, point when all of a sudden they start quipping like Freddie, like in a certain scene. And then they stop doing that for, for later epic, like parts of it. It was really kind of strange. That like yeah. during like the the scene I'm talking about where they start quipping is where they're making two of the adults run the the slippy whatever it was that they, like where they grease up the floor and they have to like run across like a little like obstacle course thing right and they all make sudden suddenly they're all like oh we're gonna make quips here like this yeah. is something we've done the whole time like that it I was- thought was weird. It was selective when they talked, and it wasn't very often. It was, yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, what did you think about the acting, Scott? Like oh, the overall, it was, it was choice. Um, <laughs> so bad, man. I, I love the fact when I looked up, like, I wonder if I know any of these people, and I didn't. Like, I don't know anybody who was in this film. No, so what you're saying is we could possibly get one of them on the podcast. Oh, 100%. We could have them on so we could talk about Larry, the, the whole Larry, thing. Larry, you have a mission, and I know you know exactly what you need to do. All right. <clears throat> I'll see what I can do. See what I can do. <laughs> I want Harvey. The, the kid Harvey was, or the, the, kid the older brother. The older brother. The older brother is cool. I liked yeah. him, right? He's this emo kind of angry, teen angsty, 19-year-old older brother. Stoner. Yeah, stoner yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Larry, you have was, a, you have a mission. Or, or, you have a mission. Or the, stu- or the steward girl would be pretty cool to have on. Page the page. Yeah, the page. Yeah, page the page. The page. Um, which I don't know if page is her actual name or they just started calling her that because she is the page. Like I, I that I was un <laughs> like unaware of like what her actual name was. Well, that's the quality writing that you get from the Banana Splits movie is you get jokes about. Page being the page. Can I can I tell you about the most ridiculous thing that I've ever that was in this movie though? What was the most ridiculous so, thing ever that was in this movie? Though? So they make this whole thing of like the banana splits have two sound stages, right? They have the main stage and then there's like a secondary stage. Yet in the movie, you find out 
in the basement underneath all the sound studios, there is a third sound studio that somehow has a ginormous pipe that shoots out gas that they put a flame in front of to like oh, yeah. set people on fire. But there's like an entire third studio underground somehow in this fucking movie that they are using at this point. Like what, like what studio has would ever have that? And there's like exposed pipes and shit all over the place. Well, in the, at one point the kids all get locked in like this cage thing that's in the, it's like the mechanic who built the banana splits, uh, animatronic robots. Why did they just have a cage that you can lock people into? Like there's like, it's, it's just movie convenience. Look at you guys trying to well, make sense out of a movie. It's like, yeah, no. dude, so, it's one so of those. Right. It's what we do. <laughs> it's a special type of movies that know that it's stupid and it's very oh, yeah. stupid. Oh, while yeah, it's, it's like it's fully owning that it's yeah. stupid. It's one hundred percent self aware. I will say yeah. that. Like this movie is completely aware of how absolutely batshit ridiculous it is, and that no one is going to take it seriously. Like, th- there's an entire scene where you find out like they killed like thirty people off screen. But you're like, at what oh, point yeah. did they have the opportunity to do this? Because we've seen that. Like, yeah, yeah. There's this hallway with just bodies on top of bodies. Like, it was surprising. Yeah, and you're like, how? Like, where? Where did this come from? So you know what's like, interesting though is I, I think I think what's what's going to be kind of crazy. I think we're going to start getting more of these type of movies though. It's these 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 weird because like I said. We seem to have like a it died down for a while, but now it's, it's, there's like a resurgence of like the B movie, and because so and they re, they're revitalizing said some of these these older properties too. So so you guys had the banana splits, like I said the horror movie. They just actually re released a new Critters movie too, like yeah. oh yeah yeah I saw oh that. yeah that, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a favorite. Like well, those ones have always been aware that they're absolutely ridiculous and have yeah. ramped that up over time. But, I mean, horror movies have always been easy to make. They're low budget. I, I like, I, I think they're onto something with this license thing where you take these kind of dead licenses and find a way to revive them just in a new way. Yeah. Uh, like, everybody loves nostalgia. Like, Even for things I don't remember, because I don't remember the banana splits. I just want my So, camera. I'm not the but biggest horror you movie will. Guy. Oh, now I'm terrified of them. I watched this right before I went to sleep last night. <laughs> I did not sleep well, guys. I don't like horror movies. I had nightmares. Scott Scott does more than I. Like Scott, how does this how, how does this compare to other horror movies? Um, so uh, I'm with you, Larry. Like horror movies for me, generally, like I love horror movies, but most of them are utterly ridiculous. I like, and this fits in that utterly ridiculous thing. Like, it's not scary it is very predictable but it's it's a fun ride like i i do highly recommend everyone go go check it out because you'll get a kick out of it because it's it's utterly ridiculous it's the banana splits murdering people while singing the tra-la-la song like half the time like or at least it plays quite a bit um and yeah it's like this like five nights at freddy spoof that immediately makes me want more of these murderous ones and they set it up for a sequel. Yeah, so, uh, yep. Wait, there's not going to be a thing they set it up for a sequel. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. They did. Don't, yeah, don't, you got to watch it. I'm literally going to, I said, I'm going to watch this probably even, maybe even later tonight. Like this, this is going to, this is going to happen just because yeah. I, I, I knew it was coming out. 
And just <laughs> just talking about it even more makes me just want to see it that much more. Because the sad thing is, so they are, I'll tell you this, they are mascots, right? Like, I mean, you've seen the original banana they're split. In, they're really men in a suit, right? Like they're really men in like a, a suit. Furry. Yeah. Like a furry, like a mascot, right? But they have yeah. that big it's like, it's fucking like, head. It's, it's like the Chuck E. Cheese band, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like exactly. the Chuck E. Cheese with the big head. But when they talk, the like mascot mouth moves, and then you, there's a guy in there being like, "It's hammer time!" Like it's amazing that they they do the little mouth and they talk, and they're like, "Okay, Davy." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well. So I think Larry, you know, you brought up kind of a good point. I don't know if it was Larry that said this originally, but you're you're taking these old licenses and you're kind of making these new movies now, like Banana Splits. Um, what is the? They're making that scary stories to tell in the dark, which oh, is based yeah. on an old movie. Yeah, uh, old book, book. Old, book. book. Yeah. old book, yeah, yeah, old book. That's right. And they had a bunch of different ones too, and I think they made a new one. You know, uh, but there's all these old ones. There's another one I was just thinking of, and now I just got a brain fart, but. Um, it's a, it's a, oh, Critters. Yeah. They're remaking the a Critters movie. So <laughs> it's like, this is literally the same. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but I was just, I was just saying, like, you get these other examples of these movies, and it kind of reinforces that point because the other one, the scary stories to tell in the dark, it's almost like the year of, like, these horror revamps by using these old licenses. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, look I, at, well, first Tyler and foremost, in the I, chat brings up Child's Play. Yeah, first and foremost, I, I, oh, yeah. It's, it's always my favorite part of the podcast when Nate doesn't listen to the podcast that he's currently on. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I was just trying to tie it into my example. Damn it! That's always my favorite part of the podcast because it happens. I, it happens more than once, like I said, every couple of weeks. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Tyler brings up Child's Play too, where they kind of took that old property and modernized it. You know, it's no longer you know voodoo magic. It's you know rogue AI. Um, yeah, I want to see. Even though I'm not a big horror guy, I want to see that one too. So yeah, with I mean, because it's got Mark Aubrey Hamill. Plaza. <laughs> yeah, Aubrey Plaza and Mark Hamill. Um, right. But yeah, so like, and and to Jeremy's point, yeah, they did set this up for a sequel, so we may get more banana splits murdering people in different fashions later on. I think on. it's a given. I heard they're already starting to record it. <laughs> Just like they're already starting to record season two of the boys. Yeah. That's boom. So wait. So be, so I know, Larry. You just tried to, to segue, I, I but know. we need we we need to uh, we need to go through. I want to give a score for this. Give your score, Larry. Uh, can we call you Scott the Segway Killer? Because that, yeah. that was that Yeah. Well, you because you you didn't score movies. That's I what know, we I do. Know, yeah. Like I got to give it a one. It was. It was bad, but it was supposed to be bad. It's a one. Yeah, it's one. So I, I give it a two and a half for me. I, it would be worse if they were doing it seriously, but that kind of tongue in cheek badness, I think for me, gives it a little bit more oomph. But yeah, like two and a half. Yeah. You know what else has a little more oomph? Season two of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! You brought it back. So yeah, so Jeremy, you said you had heard some news about the boys here. Uh, yeah, so uh, there was a so if for those of you who don't know, like I said the season uh, season one of the boys was the most watched Amazon original show ever in its first week. So basically, it outpaced every other show in the first week than the ones that are currently existing from from the time they aired. To, to current 
So meaning it had a shit ton of views. So That's much crazy. so, I said, because I said they didn't announce basically that they were renewing this because Amazon didn't know, like, are people going to like this or people are not going to like it? They didn't know what, like, how it was going to do. But once those numbers started coming in, I've never seen anybody fast track something so much to where there's actually a pilot episode for season two already that Seth Rogen and uh, uh, Evan Goldberg, uh, so from the Goldbergs, were actually talking about because they actually saw, uh, so that they, they, they did the screener and they, they actually saw the pilot episode for season two. Like, Oh, nice. So it's cool. It's, it's, that means we got a, a second season, at least in editing right now. Well, I said they're still or they're, shooting. Well, they're shooting. They're, they're, they're shooting right now. Yeah. So, but like I said, yeah. they fast track this so much is because they want to strike while the iron's hot. While I said because season one was literally so incredibly popular. Um, I, I think it's, it's got to be their best reviewed show ever, too. Yeah, it's well, and like I said it's it's one of those shows where I said I talk to everybody who hasn't seen it. I, I try to talk them into seeing this the show. Like I said, Larry, like I said, you, you got to give the show a chance. Like. Like it's it's one of the stories. It's, it's it's just such a great story, and I said I just I love the irony of it too. Just because I said it's literally like I said a an allegory. I said an allegory for basically why big corporations are bad, but it, it's just so awesome that Amazon is actually producing this. Right. The, the, right. the biggest corporation is making a show about why corporations are evil. It's it's the best amount of irony you yeah, could ever get. It literally just adds that extra layer of awesomeness to the show, <laughs> just because it just it just bumps it up that much more. Um, and they already basically said um, so. So what Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen were saying is that season two has a an extremely larger budget. It's going to be bloodier. It's going to be even crazier for what what uh, sort of the effects that they're actually going to pull off. So they so, basically, I think tripled the budget from the first season I think that we're saying in the, in the article I was reading um, so it, it, we're gonna get some basically some some good good quality out of the show I said the pilot's already done for season two they're shooting the rest I can't wait for this to actually appear fine I, I'll go I, watch yeah you gotta go watch it there I'm with you Jeremy we're hearing the news that season two may be coming out sooner than we think is some of the best news I've had because there's been a definite lag in TV lately and the boys has kind of came to save the day and I burned through it too quick. So I need more. So you're not watching season three of glow. I, you know what? I haven't watched season one of (gasps) Scott. I know I, I, you, you tell me how great the show is, but yeah, it's well, I know this is another Riverdale conversation. I'm like, but it, it's actually a really good show. <laughs> you know what? It, really it's show. it's not that I don't have interest in watching it. I just have it's one of those ones I pass over all the time, and I, I'm in that Netflix like funk where I have like way too many things on my wish or like my playlist, and it's it's on there, but I just have yet to get to it or ever get in that frame of mind to be like, all right, I'm going to watch this new show now. <laughs> like it's pretty good. Like it's not just a show about wrestling. It is a period thing, right? So it's got that eighties kind of stranger Nostalgia. things, yeah, ish yeah. vibe, right? Like it's it's got that kind of similar vibe. Um, it's a good show, man. Like we don't have to talk about it more than that, but it's it's a really good show. Yeah, I will. Watched, I, will I watched that over shake. the boys. So yeah, 
No I will give I, I will give it a fair shake one of these days. It'll probably be like four seasons in. It's the same thing with okay. me with the Goldbergs, man. I, I resisted watching the Goldbergs yeah. for the longest time, and then I watched it. And I was like, oh, this show's really good. And so I had to like power through, like, what is it, like four seasons to catch up finally. At least. They're, they're, yeah. I think they're further than that. Yeah, like, well, no, but like that was where oh, I think I started, like, yeah, when it, when it came out, I was like, season like four or five had started. So I was like, oh, I'll need to go and like. I guess I'll go and like rewatch them on on Hulu or whatever and, and bring that up. So Yeah. Uh it like Glow isn't as good as the Goldbergs, but it's it's uh it's one of my all time favorite shows probably. Like it's it's up there. It's it's actually surprisingly really good. Like clearly I, I have this weird uh obsession with wrestling. <laughs> I have this love I have this love hate thing going on with wrestling. Um that I love the idea of wrestling, but I don't actually watch wrestling. Um, it's kind of falls into that, like, but the majority of, of the episodes, they're not even wrestling. They might be training a little bit or whatever, but like season one, they don't actually do like a match or a show until the very last episode. Um, and that very last episode is really good, but so are the other like nine leading up to it. It's more about the characters, um, and, and all of that stuff and the relationships. So yeah, uh, definitely recommend checking out glow. And then, I mean, dude, it's on season three now. So, like Tyler says, surprisingly, they haven't canceled it. So, uh, it's well, it's still a thing. Somebody's watching. Uh, it. Netflix loves to cancel stuff that they don't own the the licensing for, right? That's why we got all the. They don't want to pay other people for licensing fees, and that's their own creation. So oh I yeah, think, I think they're going to milk that shit for all that it's yeah. worth. It's got Allison Brie. Who doesn't love Allison Brie? Everyone loves Allison Brie. Even Nate, three. Nate, Nate loves Allison Brie. Look at that. I do. Well, yeah. I love yeah. Allison Brie. Well, then you need to watch season three, episode three, because <clears> it's <throat> really good. There you go. Um, speaking of streaming things, we got some news that there's going to be a bundle for Disney Plus, but it actually might scare Netflix a little bit that you can now get. Hulu, Disney Plus, and their ESPN Plus, all as one one service. Do you think that's going to be be a thorn in the side for for like say Netflix? Yeah, totally. Uh, well, like, I, like it's not a, like so. I, I I I said what like a week or two ago that Netflix, uh, Disney Plus is going to be the Netflix killer. I don't mean it's going to like wipe away Netflix, but it's going to take a big chunk out of their subscriber base. Yeah. Like if if I mean, we're we're in a spot like we love TV, right? We got this podcast. We're not hurting for money. But if you're hurting, like if, if you had to make the choice to spend your 12, 13 bucks on either Netflix or Disney Plus, like some people are going to have to. Like, I think a lot of people are going to choose Disney Plus or it's at least going to make a lot of people start flip flopping between the two. Right. You might have Netflix for a couple months and can't then cancel it and then jump back over to Disney Plus, which, again, ultimately hurts Netflix subscribers. So they're definitely going to take a hit. No. So yeah. so what I see happening is so let me know if you, you agree with this. This is what I see happening. I think this is going to happen with a, a lot of streaming services where I think I think Netflix, I think they'll dump everybody else's content with their own. I I I I literally think they're getting, they're getting they're going to get to a point to where 
why pay I said the licensing for basically all these movies why pay the licensing for all these like these these older TV like shows friends. And friends like I said why why do it I said so you, you know your money you know your subscribers are coming back now for your original content like so you've established your subscriber base you've given them you've, now you've basically given them a taste of your your original content you know that they love that original content based upon the numbers now like I said based upon this other stuff get rid of the rest like I said they said you'll lose subscribers absolutely I think that'll I think that's going to end up happening but I think they they can get to a model to where they can basically become their own original content provider, and then that's basically the "quote unquote" Netflix of the future. So, so what you're saying is we're going back to just having different TV networks now, but they're all going to be streaming it, it, exactly, things versus yeah, exactly TV. Kind of. It's kind of like going on, you know, when you go to like the the network and you're like, uh, you know, like oh, you need the arts and entertainment package, and then you need the uh, you know the sports package. So basically, we're just getting all of our TV from packages now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah. your package. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler mentioned this you know, HBO Max is coming soon too, man. Like that's going to be a big one. Like there's only the, the, people only have so much money to spend on TV, so you're going to have to start making uh, more choices. Like I don't want ten streaming services, like Scott said. That's you know, at some point it's going to get ridiculous, and I'm going to have to start cherry picking what well, I want. I go, and that's why. I go, I See, see, the problem is now that I have so many different things that I have to pay for, that's where I go back to starting to do, you know, torrenting and pirating, right? Well, like the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, so so Arr. so Arr. The, the, the funny thing is too. I said it's that's literally just a problem in the U.S. Like so, like I said, when I was in, was that when I was overseas a couple weeks ago? Like I was, I got. I I'd refused to pay for the seat the, the separate standalone CBS right because they they have like the new Star Trek I know so one of one of your your, oh, your yeah. work your work your coworkers so they're they're all about the Big Brother and stuff that's on there but the funny thing is that Star Trek is on Netflix over uh, overseas it's not on really? the CB, it's not on the CBS streaming app it's on Netflix it's actually on Netflix so it, it seems like said this. This crazy streaming war, as far as like I said, what these pop-up services is literally localized, basically kind of like the North American market, and so yeah. I, I think there's going to become a, like I said, a, just becoming a saturation point of you know what, where people are getting sick of this, where it's it they're they're going to stop paying for it. I think basically where Disney Plus has kind of the edge in this situation is like I said they have an extreme library of content now oh, yeah. between Which good. A plus quality yeah, stuff. They have some right. great content. I said well, that. Yeah. And, and I think Jeremy, to your to, to add to your point, is that they have a the content and what they're now offering is their their bundle is the same price as most single yeah. service providers, right? You get they have a ESPN, super Disney and Hulu for tw- like was it thirteen bucks? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in, in the words of a cartman, so they have a super bundaroo. A bundaroo. They have a bundaroo. Yeah. A Brack bra- bra- Friday bundaroo. Yeah, HBO um, by itself is like sixteen bucks, so you're getting three for less than that. You know, it's, yeah, it's a Hulu, pretty good deal. Like, I, I honestly didn't have Hulu uh, up until like this month because I wanted to watch Scrubs. Um, there's a ton of stuff on Hulu. Like, well, and, and that alone the, is is awesome. And that's the thing is, it looks like with like you know, you say like Netflix dumping some stuff. It, it seems like there's a, a crossover with a lot of movies that are on. Amazon, they're on Hulu, they're on Netflix, they're 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 everywhere. So I wonder if like th- th- there's there's got to be some like repository somewhere of like these are things that like 
studios don't give a shit if anybody streams it. You know, like you can put these on your platform, no problem. Um, so I mean, like just having the access to that, they're all old movies, but like, well, and, and a lot of those, I said, are I said are just they're they're part of like I said the the larger deals. Like so, for example, yeah. like the like hey, you you get access to this entire like B catalog of, of, of shit. If you license, like I said, like friends or you license, you know, the, 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 these bigger shows, like right. we'll give you access to all these other movies that nobody wants to watch. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's going to get, like I said, it's, it's going to get crazy. And I, and I think I said, I, I literally think the, 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 the future of Netflix is, 100% original content because I said that's where they're dumping all their money at anyways right now is is is, it, is in their original content so they're they're spending so much money on producing this stuff they know they can get an audience with it they just I think they need a bigger library of original content and I think that's the only thing that's kind of making them maybe nervous at this point is they don't have a, a large enough original library yet to where I said they have you know uh you know like 10 or 15 different stranger yeah. things like you know like category of Oh, um, yeah, and you successful shows, and you gotta keep pumping it out too. You got right, like you gotta have something new coming out, out every month because if you don't, people are gonna cancel to save some money, and they might not come back. Yeah, well, and I think Disney has the benefit to that where they have all the yeah. stuff from their like Disney Network shows that are gonna be jumping on there, which. Let's face it, Disney's going to go after kids, right? Like, there, there's going to be quite a bit of time where Disney is 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 benefit is going to be in all those kids programming because moms are going to want to play kids. Apparently, I said something or Google like decided. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what was that? They, they thought it was okay, Google. Um, oh shit! <laughs> should I start it again? Um, <laughs> well, that time you did uh, say it. Too. I did say it this time, but. It thought I did another time, but yeah, like where Netflix really runs out of is they don't have a large stream of content that they're continually posting out. They don't have these IPs that they can sit and do like a revolving like we're going to play this season of this show while we make this season of this next show and constantly have something new that's coming out. Where Disney, with all the different Disney channels, just broadcasting it on on live and then moving it over to to tv they, they have a constant stream of new content yeah like i'm i'm excited about <laughs> them like throwing on random stuff like do, do they own like chip and dale's rescue rangers and like ducktales they should right Classic unless that was like a partnership with somebody else I think they give me do. all that stuff, man. Ch -ch -ch give me all the deals. Give me rescue ranger. Ch -ch 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 yeah. Gummy bears. I, I, I still want. Tailspin. Yeah, dude. Come on, you throw some tailspin on there. Uh, I am making my daughter sit down and watch that shit, yeah. start to finish, in one afternoon. I remember buying that at Costco for Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Really? I, yeah. I I have all of tailspin on DVD. Yeah. But yeah, like having that back catalog of all the shows plus all the new stuff. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to the Puppy Dog Pals. Like, I'm a big fan yeah. of uh, uh, uh Harlan Wayans' show, the Disney Channel stuff. Like, yeah. come on, give me Lizzie McGuire, please. <laughs> <laughs> please, I don't, I don't know where to go for that, but um, uh, uh even Stevens, 
Oh, you guys yeah. weren't watching the Disney Channel in the like mid to late nineties because no. I was probably way too old to be watching that stuff. But Johnny Tsunami, like the Disney Channel had some great like late nineties movies too. Let alone a bunch a shit ton of of movies. Like yeah, like I. Blank I wasn't check. Su- yeah, blank check. I wasn't oh, super excited check. for Disney Plus, but as it's getting closer to coming out. And like you know me, I'm sports or what? Like I, I don't give two shits about the ESPN Plus thing, but it's cool that it's there. Swiss um, Family Robinson, yeah, Swiss Family Robinson. Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, I, I just found, I just found it funny that I think I think Larry has a secret crush on Hillary Duff. <laughs> Is it really secret though? Because he really uh, he really wants that Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I think it's pretty open. Lizzie Larry McGuire has some was crushes. Great show. Wasn't that also Hannah Montana, or was that a different? Hannah show? Montana was on the Disney Channel. Yeah. So there you go. So we got we got quite a few, but yeah. So like, Disney is is going to kill it with the fact that when it launches, oh, wait, it has wait, wait, a wait, wait, real quick massive back catalog. Tyler Calvert's dropping some heat right here. Like I said for Susie Q, no, Luck of the Irish. Uh, yeah. Luck of the Irish was such a great that the, the stupid ears on that. Yeah, that was a great movie. That Xenon, movie. Girl yeah. from the Future. Come on, oh, that come movie on. was awesome. Or uh, how about the Halloween movie wrapped up? Uh yes, I remember that one too. Halloween Town wasn't that another one? Halloween Town was. I think that was them. Yeah. Yeah. There were some great, great Disney Channel movies. Like I don't know. I feel like those are that like there's certain things that are missing from the streaming world. Those Disney Channel uh, properties, like give me those on Disney Plus. Right so now. what I, you're saying is happy. we're all signing up for Disney Plus, and we're going to have a podcast on Luck of the Irish and all these other Disney. Oh, oh yeah, movies. we're gonna, we're, we're going to yeah. have a shitty movie uh, podcast stream one of these days. Wait, in addition to the other shitty movie podcast stream called Totally <laughs> Rad Movie Podcast. In addition to that. In addition, yeah, or, or it could be in in cohort because some of those would meet the uh, the time frame sure, we sure. established for ourselves for the Totally Rad Movie well, Podcast. Here, here, let's let's go ahead and plug the the Totally Rad Movie Podcast. Like I said, like I said, outline. What are you guys going to do? Like so, so Larry and I in an earlier episode had found out that Larry has never seen the movie Top Gun, yeah, and. We're, we thought that was quite a shock, and we 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 understand, Jeremy. You're not a big fan of of Top Gun, uh, but we made a joke that we were going to say I was going to make Larry watch it, and we were going to go and talk about it one of these days. And we actually got feedback from people saying this would be a great idea, so we decided we would make the Totally Rad Movie Podcast. We're, we established what, Larry? I think it has to be movie made before 1995. So 95 yeah. and before. With is, some exceptions. With some exceptions. Um, and generally 1980, you know, 1980 to 1995. So our golden years of, of childhood, uh, we are going to, to watch movies that we either haven't seen in a long time or that Larry or I have not seen. Uh, and then we're going to basically either give it praise or shit all over it. That sounds totally rad. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So Nate, that is Nate, what Nate's we're dropping doing. the heat so, right there. Well, that's we going to be great. Yeah, we're so talking we're, like Top Gun. I can't uh, wait to see the Top Gun one. Say Anything is going to yeah. be one. Like, there, uh, there's, 
Manny uh, Night Bodega on Twitter said we should watch that Masters of the Universe movie. The, the like, old He-Man one, yeah. yeah. Willow. <laughs> Anything, anything's kind of up for grabs. Yeah. We uh, have I, I really grand want, plans too for involving uh, listeners, so yeah, it's, so, it's going to be cool. I, I really want um, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Yeah, uh, oh, that's going to be one of my favorite ones uh, to see him naked in the sewers several times throughout the movie. Um, Stallone, yeah. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Uh, Clint it, it, says he wants in. That's part of the plan. Yeah, so yeah, bringing people in so we can talk about a shitty movie back in the day. My wife brings up uh, Uncles with Chris, Super Mario Brothers. Yes, yeah, like Mario Brothers. Uh, my wife brings up Megalodon, which I think is like Shark Attack Three. It was like a trying to be a Jaws ripoff, and they had a Megalodon one where they used footage of sharks that weren't great whites as the sharks in the water. <laughs> It's a great white that attacks the boat, but apparently they're like, eh, fucking Discovery Channel footage of, of like random tiger sharks is fine. Um, so, yeah, yeah movies and, like that. And I think everybody knows that I like merch and putting putting our logos on stuff. So I've got some big ideas of some totally rad stuff that we'll have uh, to give away. Like, and like you said, can we win. already showed the coasters. Yeah, I mean, like, it took me, what, less than a week to hit up Sticker Mule and get some totally rad uh, coasters printed up, so... Totally. Uh, and our, and our official logo. We have oh, a yeah. logo. We have a logo. Like, we're going to have to have a name, the mascot contest. Like, there's going to be cool stuff, so it's like, I think we mentioned the other day, like, it's going to be on the SDS Guys channel, right? Like, we'll record live on YouTube. It's kind of like a spinoff from the main show. Um, yeah, there's a totally rad Instagram that you can follow us at totally rad Pod. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, but it's all under the, it's 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 a it's a brought to you by the STS guys podcast. Yes. Nice, Nate. So, I, I think we need a spinoff. I could have, if if Larry yeah. and if Larry and Scott are going to have a spinoff. Come on, come on, buddy. We need a spinoff. <laughs> what are we going to do? You think about that, buddy. Yeah, well, we're going to have to think about something. This is basically what we did like a year ago when me and Jeremy were going to do a pop podcast yeah. and. Scott and Nate were going to do a video game podcast. We just never did anything with it. And this time, like, Scott, Scott and I threw it out there. And then I'm like, I just started buying domains and making merch and paying $5 for a logo. And right. now it's going to happen. This is such an easy thing. It's like we watch a movie and we talk about it. It's what we do here anyway. So we're just going to do old movies instead of new ones. Right. All the stuff that I haven't seen. All the stuff that Larry hasn't seen, or, or I will say there is a couple 80s movies that I don't remember, uh, and I will gladly watch bad 80s movies for uh, the sake of entertainment and to talk bad about them. I like it. Took, Clint took one of my ideas. I was thinking like an action figure podcast, maybe, Jeremy. Oh, oh yeah. Let's do it. Figure, yeah. figure fans. Always. Figure fans, where you can like talk about Mezco figures. Is there Mezco a, exclusive? Mezco exclusive. Yeah. Is there a Mez? There are any Mezco podcasts? Are there? Like, that's no, not a bad idea. Like, you know, oh, I mean Tyler, figure centric stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about the, the Mezco minute with Nate and Jeremy? Oh, there you oh. go. You're gonna have to talk really fast if it's only gonna be sixty seconds. <laughs> sixty seconds, go. <laughs> All right, we got this figure. It's really cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah.
Boom. Bye, bye. Uh, that Iron Fist Mezco's. now comes with the sash. Thanks. Speaking of Mezco's, yeah, Iron Fist comes with a sash now because of Fan Outlash. They said, because hey, we they, heard you. We know you're pissed. They didn't get the fucking model right. Like they, yeah. That was but a very big part of the, the costume from the comics that's missing. But it's really cool that they acknowledged it and gave the, the community the credit that, hey, you know, we're listening, guys. You're, you're right. We could have made this better. It's an easy, small tweak. And yeah, the, the Iron Fist has an upgrade now and that figure looks a whole lot more cool than those original uh pictures they showed it's amazing yeah. what one little thing how it makes a difference as far as appearance yeah what a it, sash it, yeah what a sash. well that sash it, like it, it's weird having the onesie but the sash kind of makes it not look like a onesie i think that's what it is so that's we it. were talking we were talking dude podcasts i don't know if you guys know there's a new podcast out there by four friends. It's called The Four Dorksmen. That's right. Our friend Clint. Uh, in the chat. Who happens to be in the chat. Angry Nate. Uh, Beef Squatch. And Asian Tony Stark uh, have started their own like Funko kind of centric uh, pop culture podcast. Uh, it's called The Four Dorksmen. It's available now on SoundCloud and Spotify. And I think Google Play. Um, so it's, it's getting everywhere. They just dropped their first episode on Thursday. Uh, I listened right away. It was really good. So well done guys. Um, yeah, go, so go check them out. Uh, they're on Instagram and Twitter and stuff too. So, uh, you can find them. I tweeted out their stuff earlier. I think it's, uh, four underscore dorksman, but, uh, or the, no, it's the underscore dorksman. Um, but anyway, go, go check our Twitter and you'll be able to find it. Boom. Nice. So I was going to say, go chill. Yeah, yeah. Chill, Larry. Our Twitter is, we're on Twitter at SDS Guys. We're on Instagram at SDS Guys. We're on the Facebook at the SDS Guys. And I am Larry from the SDS Guys. Showing like a villain. And then, after you do that, you should buy some Funko Pops. And you know you should head to shoemestore.com and enter code SDS Guys to save 10, 10, 10%. You know what? I just ordered. I just pre-ordered a shit ton of pops, just because they've been dropping fire lately. You got that Marilyn Manson pop. You got that Rob Zombie pop. Like, yeah, like the Rob Zombie one is really cool. That uh, yeah. they're calling him a Moon person, but like the old VMA Moon Man. Yeah, like that one's yeah. really cool too. Yeah, or nice. pre-ordered that one. Uh, I also they finally released because I saw that tease last year um, at Fun Days. Was that they finally released that Purge set? Uh, oh yeah, those look awesome too. I, I really like that. I really like that movie franchise, The Purge. Uh, definitely pre-ordered a ton from Shumi, so definitely use that code STS guys. It works on pre-orders too. It does, and it works on the app because Shumi's got an app now. So if you download the app, uh, sometimes they drop random exclusives. Like earlier today, they uh, they threw up some store exclusives that they had purchased, I guess. Um, and you can buy those too, and then you can enter that code SDS guy and save ten percent on the specials they got too. Right. It's awesome. Gotta gotta love a place that lets you uh, save on pre-orders. And then, yeah, it's real. And if you need to make money to buy those pre-orders, wait's there a way for them to make money, Jeremy? You know what they can do? They can go to Podcoin and they can get paid to listen to podcasts like the SCS guys, like Talking Pops, like. DC Figures fan club, and pretty soon I'm guessing like the Ford Worksman. I said definitely go to Podcoin, listen to the podcast, get paid to listen to the podcast. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. 
Uh, I like how he just uh, like copyright said, infringement. That's still my favorite <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> For three little words. Nobody would know if you're not from Arizona. So. <laughs> Dude, no, that, no, that place is all over. The, it's that, the that, best. That, that is a national. I think it's company. a. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a. Is pretty, it? Oh, I thought it was like an Arizona jewelry store. No, dun, dun, dun. London gold is everywhere. Oh, uh, don't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's an don't admission say of guilt. The name. Uh, yeah. That's just all about throwing redness out. Today. I, yeah, I, I can't go to Torrance now, guys. I'll no, see you later. No one is. No one is watching this to the point where they're going to be like. These guys took the London Gold thing, no, and they were going to be like, "There are eight people watching this." <laughs> I, I want, I want a cease and desist. To be honest, I want one to okay. get sent to us. Remember, all right, I got a local one. Remember JJ, the King of Beepers? Yeah, yeah. JJ is the King of Beepers. Maybe Podcoin could be the King of Podcast Apps. Oh, or, or, there you go. Is or, there like a Pod King? Somebody needs to make Pod King. No, do you remember? remember do you remember Sofa King? Oh sofa yeah, king. I do. Sofa yeah. King. <laughs> yeah. Sofa King. Uh, it's a sofa store. Get yeah. it? Sofa King. Yeah, Sofa King. Sofa King awesome. Sofa King. Yeah. Sofa King awesome. Really, yeah. Really cool. All right. Well, with that, I'm pretty sure we just derailed uh, ourselves. So, so it's everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the derailment. The best. The where we the, end and we're like, we don't know where to go from here. So, Jeremy, I think you know where to go. I know where to go. For episode 97 of the STS Guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we're the STS Guys. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.